Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right, we are back again. Episode 130 of the FWWC tonight, and I am the Blue Brand General Manager, Curtis Black, and I will momentarily be bringing on the Red Brand General Manager, Marcus Mayhem, here. But before we get started, I obviously want to go ahead and give our love to our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Another fantastic episode on Wednesday uh, with Michael Pam and Barry Norman. Uh, make sure if you have not checked out the live stream, either check it out on Facebook or on YouTube. Uh, either way, you can catch them, and we will get. Uh, make sure you check it out. I am uh, regretfully have to say that I need to go and check out this one. Uh, Wednesday was a little bit of a busy evening for my family, but I am definitely going to be checking it out uh, tomorrow at tomorrow night after the kids are in bed. But uh, with that all being said, we're going to get right into it. We got a lot going on here. Uh, we got a lot to discuss over the last few days. And uh, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on my co-host. He is the Red Brand General Manager, Marcus Mayhem. Marcus, how are you doing? Curtis, what's up, man? Hey, I just got back from this party after we left Saudi Arabia, and, you know, I had to, you know, finish up, you know, making some business moves and whatnot, but I'm here. I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready to throw down on this show, man. What we got coming up tonight? Well, we are going to be get, talking with one of our uh, the top champions in the FWABC here. Momentarily, an individual who actually had uh, some big family events going on in his life here. Uh, but we're going to get into that. We're going to be discussing Crown Jewel yesterday and obviously uh, the goings-on from Monday. But as I was mentioning, and without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on, he is the FHC champion and the top of the blue brand. Tank, Westbrook. Tank, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you, Curtis? How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right here. Uh, definitely been uh, an interesting evening in, in the other company. Uh, but but that being said, you know, we had a lot going on here over the last couple of days. Um, but And so we'll just go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Monday night we saw you facing off against, I have to say, really one of the you know hottest individuals going right now in the FWWC when you're looking at just their win percentage and that being fallen. And, and she was able to pull off a win against you here. Uh, your thoughts on Fallen, you know, somebody who's rapidly uh, rising in the ranks of the FWBC. You know, Curtis, uh, I, I came to you specifically and I said I wanted to face uh, Fallen. I, I wanted that challenge. She is the biggest underrated superstar that FWBC has. For somebody who came into the game not knowing anything about this industry and this company to be able to turn it around, you know, she's had, she's held championships and I've seen her decline. And then now all of a sudden she's been able to turn herself around and pick herself back up and show off her talent. So, you know, yes, she got, she got a victory over me, but it's okay because not only did she shine, but I shined because I helped her shine. I mean, definitely, and like I said, you know, going back to that match, it was definitely, uh, definitely interesting. The one to uh, definitely watch. Now, 
Uh, I'm going to jump over to Crown Jewel as well and cover your match here, and then I'll go ahead and let Marcus jump in. Uh, we did see you facing off as well against uh, one of Mayhem's brothers here in Nightmare Jones, um, and you did you know, pull off the victory there in Saudi Arabia and defeat Nightmare Jones. Tell us a little bit about the match, and, and then I'll just jump in real quick. You know, um, I don't know what what you've what if you got to even see the match fully because I know you were busy backstage. But you know, Nightmare Jones, he and I, he he and I have had our rounds before. He's part of La Familia. Me being the last member of SPC, we've never seen eye to eye. Um, I went on the podcast on Wrestle Talk podcast Wednesday night, and I even dedicated my match to the night out. He, Nightmare Jones, came on. Saying I was a kid, you know, ass kisser, and I told him at the end of my match after I won, I'm not an ass kisser. I respect people who see me that I have the talent that I have and have given me opportunities that they have given me. So I dedicated and I made sure I went out and busted my ass and, and gave that match to the night out. Um, back and forth. You know, we Nightmare Jones and I just pretty much gave each other all we could. Um, unfortunately for him, he didn't get the victory. But you know, uh, as I, I've always said, I not only help myself shine. You know, he shined himself. <laughs> Mayhem, the floor is yours. The floor is always mine, my brother. Now, Tank. I know I know you're all about helping your fellow um you know FWWC superstars and you know Fallen did get a win over you that's well documented so what if what if she turns around and says you know what I want a shot at your belt I want a shot at the SHC what what do you have for that cuz I'm sure I mean she hasn't I don't think she's ever had a shot at the SHC are you willing to give her a shot if you have so much Belief in her? Oh, yeah. I would be willing to give her a shot after I go to FWC Survivor Series and beat La Familia's own hardcore halls. After that is all said and done, I don't have a problem putting my paddle on the line and giving her a shot. Yeah, spoiler alert, you also have an individual waiting in the wings now after the best in the world championship settled out as well. So, you know, I definitely... I will say this, this is uh, as somebody who's been watching Fallen, um, I definitely think she's ready for that shot. Uh, but there are a couple of people that, that are going to have to get their shots in and out of the way uh, before we're able to look at her just because they've been earned. So, Oh, no, you're, you're, you're 100% correct. And, you know, um, Grim ended up winning his match, and now he has a shot at my FHC. Um, I don't know when that's going to go down. I don't know when that match will ever happen, um, but it will happen sooner than later. And, but, you know, I'm stepping up against somebody who I can't wait to face. And believe it or not, Daniel Grimm and I have a match Monday. So, Daniel Grimm, this is not only going to show you what you're stepping into for my, the FHC down the road, but Monday we're we're going to show each other what we can bring. All right. Well, uh, Tank, we're going to keep moving here. I do want to thank you for all the time you've given us. Like I said, we know you've had a lot going on here over the last few days, and I'll just tip my hat and congratulations to you here. But uh, with that all being said, before we let you go, any final thoughts you've got for the FWBC universe uh, as we head into Monday? All I can say is, Blue Brand, we got to step it up. We we're, We've been doing good so far. Blue Brand, I'm calling every single one of us out. We got to step it up and keep our game. We, we got to win this brand battle. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, there is the FHC champion, Tank Westbrook. Um, you know, I will, we can definitely, you know, touch on the brand battle. You know, I, I have to give you credit this month, you know, uh, as much as, you know, I've been pushing prodding, it, it hasn't been going my way so far. So, you know, you are ahead by a point. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this comes down. We're getting close to the end, and it is still, you know, neck and neck coming out. Uh, but 
with that being said, we're we're gonna kind of you know, we're gonna be about our callers tonight. You know, those that we get in, um, and we're gonna try to keep it balanced. You know, we're gonna cover blue, we'll cover red. Um, so with that being said, uh, we the next individual we're gonna go ahead and bring on the line here uh, is a man that was recently traded from the blue brand to the red brand. A man who's has been making a splash in his own way over red brand, and that is none other than Big T to Paisan. Big T, how are you doing this evening? How are you doing tonight, Mr. Black? Oh, it's 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 been an interesting evening, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we, we've got some, some interesting attitudes on, on the line here, but uh, like I said, you, you have been making a special impact uh, the last few weeks here. Um, and we did see on Monday night, you know, you, you saw yourself facing off against heel deal with, with Balcat, a special guest referee, and you did pull off the victory against La Familia's own heel deal. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that match? You see, when Big T steps in the ring, Big T handles his business. And that's all there is to say about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't say what I'm going to do. I get in there and let my actions speak. Hi. Well, fair enough. I'll go ahead and over the, the the other match that we had for you this week, and and I'll give uh, Marcus here a moment. Uh, we did see as well uh, yesterday in the Sun Soaked Saudi Arabia, uh, the European number one contendership, seeing yourself, Bishop, and Heel Deal all colliding, and as it turns out, there was not a clear victor uh, as we went through that. So, with that being all said, Big T, uh, where are we going to see you standing now uh, as we have no clear winner on that? Well, where you see me standing is going to be the Columbus Park Championship around my waist. Business isn't over far yet. And Marcus Mayhem knows who the man for the title is. What are you talking about? I'm the man with the title, Lipton. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, listen. I, you're, you're I'm like going to say this. Listen. But he's the GOAT, just like me. Now, Big T, I want to ask you You're talking something. to the GOAT from Columbus Park. Now, I, I want to ask you, Big T, you know, recently, you know, uh, Rashard Priest, before he, uh, you know, took a leave of absence from La Familia to go handle some other endeavors. He put out a challenge, you know, you know, for a spot to, you know, not replace him, but, you know, kind of just fill in his spot between you and Buckus. And, you know, so far, I mean, I see you, you know, taking a step out in front. I've seen you've been, you know, active. I've seen you, you know, put out the La Familia flair, but, you know, why don't you speak on that? I mean, let everybody know what the heck is going on. Why is, you know, uh, Lipton out here, you know, uh, pandering for La Familia's attention? Listen, unlike the rest of the FWWC talent, Big T is a businessman. Big T comes to the table to play chess, not checkers. Okay, so you, you got to elaborate on that more. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yes, we please. know you better than that. You got more to say than that. Come on, we know you can't play chess. Come on. Now listen, listen. Everybody in the FWWC bitches and complains, whines about how they don't get their opportunities, how they don't get their pay per view buys, how they get hardly any recognition. You see, Big T does what's best for business, and I'll repeat. I always do what's best for business. It ain't personal, it's business, FWWC. And quite frankly, James Brickwall Butkus don't put asses in the seats, and he ain't the man for the job. El Jefe and the other co-host knows who the man for the job is. And I'm going to put this out there, and this goes to the SOS. Daniel Grimm, Savior Saint. And whoever else has I mean, you might as well be talking to me. We know I'm the elephant in the room here, so we might as well, well be talking to me. And you, Mr. Black, you now got a problem with Big T. Uh, I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I, I should have assumed this was over when 
you know, sis shows up and, and joins and, and pulls her shenanigans. But but now we have Big T, the person, you know, who who was on, you know, Mata's nuts for ye- for what, a year now we pushing? I want a match, I want a match, and now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well, here we are. You know, forget it. I'm I'm hey, listen, part of hey, listen. Right now, so listen. It was all a coercion, and you didn't even spell for it. <sighs> all right. Well, that being good job, said, Curtis. You fell for the you fell for the unsweet tea again. <laughs> well, I guess I mean, tea. you got me. But that's the right. SOF for you. The, hey, listen. The SOF hasn't lived up to its expectations since Mister Flex left. You got Savior Saint, who's in stagnant mode. You got Daniel Grimm, who don't know what he wants to do anymore, and you got D, uh, S-O, uh, not S, DJ Z, who's just lingering on. Yeah, DJ Z is kind of a bomb. I'm not here to defend my brother. I have a job as a general manager. So with that being said here, Big T, I'm going to give you a final moment. Any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go tonight? Yeah. Survive if I let you. All right, that's enough, BT. You you have a good evening there. Um, I do see we have a number of callers, so I want to let everybody know we are going to be getting to you here uh, momentarily. But before we go any further, I do want to go ahead and again thank our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. And again, unfortunately, I don't have a lot to add, but I, what I'm going to add is go back as I'm going to do tomorrow night and check out the live stream either on YouTube, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, or on their Facebook page, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, Wednesday's episode was another, from what I've heard so far, fantastic episode with Michael Pam and Barry Norman. Uh, make sure you get, go back and check it out. I'll be checking it out as I do my back stocking work tomorrow night. Uh, but with that all being said, we're, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, we've got a few more people on hold, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Marcus here real quickly. i just go over some of Monday night's results while I uh, have intern Timmy fixing this up here. All right. Another match we're going to get into <clears throat> is once again for the UHC number one contendership match between El Mata and Enchantress. Now, El Mato put out the challenge, and Enchantress was one to oblige to it. Now, the whole part of this whole challenge is if the Enchantress can get the best out of three, she gets a shot at the Universal Championship. And so far, these two have been putting on such such a great program, they have yet to get a win. And once again, this past Monday... They both could not get decisive victory. And, you know, as a as the GM of Red Brand, uh, I have to throw my hands up. I mean, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword because it sucks. I mean, I can't get a winner, but on top of that, I mean, you've got two great competitors who are putting on a great show every week. So, you know, in my eyes, it's great for Red Brand. It's great for business because the FWWC Universe kind of hopes they keep time so they can continue to see this great program. But so, we'll continue this upcoming Monday, and hopefully we can break the tie before Survivor Series. Well, so that's my question. Are you essentially in sudden death at this point? Is it, you know, the first person that, that pulls off a win wins it all, you know, given how many matches? No, no. I, I, I've sat and thought about this, um, but I have to think about what's best for business. I have to think about FWWC Universe, and the fans love this matchup between the Enchantress and El Monte. They have a storied history, a storied past, and everybody wants to see them go at it. So to cut it off right now, that's that's not that's not good for business. So until someone wins two matches, this will continue. The only way it will be sudden death is if it's still a tie the Monday before Survivor Series, then we'll have sudden death. Until then, these two will continue to go at it every week until we get a winner. Uh, well, I mean, this uh, definitely 
uh, some interesting developments going on over there. And uh, we're going to continue on, and we are going to go ahead and move on uh, to our next caller here. Uh, and, you know, somebody we saw in action both on Monday night as well as yesterday in Crown Jewel. And that is none other than the masked man from Kansas City. That is a luchador to Kansas City. How are you doing this evening, luchador? Hey, how you doing? Curtis Black, Marcus Bayham, I'm doing great tonight, man. Oh, great to hear it, Luchador. Like I was mentioning, we did see you in action here over the last couple of days. Uh, first off, mm-hmm. on Monday, we'll just go ahead and cover it here real quickly. We did see you in action and, and coming out with the victory over Hardcore Sis. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that match here? <clears throat> well, of course, you know. <laughs> of course, you know, I was hoping to fight and go one-on-one with uh, Nightmare Jones that day. But obviously, he's still ducking me for some reason. I don't know why. But I guess I guess as a consolation gift or a prize, whatever I get, hardcore sis on Monday night. And, you know, either way, whether, however it went, I managed to beat her down, and I got the victory. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> you know, right. Richard, I mean, you say you say my boy Nightmare Jones is ducking you. Have you ever thought that maybe Nightmare Jones doesn't want to waste his time on a scrub like you? Maybe he doesn't want to see himself in the same ring as you. He doesn't feel that you're up to his level. Have you thought of that, Luchador, before you start accusing people of ducking you? Well, you know, I don't even think that way, Mark, Marcus Mayhem, okay? I don't know why, for one, you, your brother and uh, Nightmare Jones don't want to fight me. Because obviously, obviously he saw he saw what I, and he, he knows what I said about him wearing that ugly-ass, cheap, um, thrift, like a, what, flea market luchador mask he got from, uh, I guess, like what, five, ten bucks or something like that? I mean, come on, man. That's that's not the Nightmare Jones I know, okay? If I, if I had to beat him in that ring on Monday night, I would have torn that mask up to shreds. One thing for sure. Luchador, we know damn well that if Nightmare Jones got his hands on you, he would knock the Mario mustache off of you. You know it. Please. How do you how do you even know I'm wearing a, have a mustache? I have a, a mask on 24-7, dummy. Elucidor, we can smell your mustache over the phone, okay? We know you have a Mario mustache. We know Nightmare Joe's will slap the hell off your face. He will okay. beat you down if you know it. I feel uh-huh. like I need to uh-huh. intervene here. All right, so we're gonna do. I'm sure this. I'm sure this can go right back to this here in a moment, but I'm gonna try. Uh, we did also see you in action in, in, like I said, the sunny sands of Saudi Arabia yesterday, Elucidor, uh, facing off against. A man who is still involved in the IC title tournament here, uh, the brick wall, James Buckus, and you did pull off the victory against uh, Brick Wall there yesterday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the match? And and obviously, you know, moving forward, we've got Survivor Series in a few weeks. Uh, what should we expect from Luchador coming up? Well, uh, well, I just want to say, you know, yesterday's match with James Buckus, it was kind of like a kind of like the match that I've always wanted with him that. We basically never had a winner at the Royal Rumble, you know, and base and I thought maybe in Crown Jewel in front of twenty five thousand fans at the at the King, uh, well, you know, the stadium name I forget. <laughs> Either way, I'm glad I'm out of there. But yeah, uh, yeah, we didn't match, get you know? stuck there. <laughs> hmm? We did not get stuck there like like some other company did. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, the match was great, you know. Had you know, we had we basically left everything in the ring. Now I look forward to moving on to Survivor Series. This is gonna be a great Survivor Series, I believe. You know, I mean sure I've I've I'll be honest, my record in Survivor Series hasn't been that well ever since I've been here. But hopefully I could turn things around and actually win an actual match at Survivor Series. And I don't care if it's a singles match, a tag team it could be a number one contenders match. It could be a championship. All I know is this: this luchador is ready to win a Survivor Series, one of the big four papers or big five pay-per-views that I would like to add to my resume as a victory. You know? 
And then it doesn't matter how how it turns out at Survivor Series, man. Well, I'm and I know that we've got a massive Survivor Series, traditional Survivor Series match that's going to come up, that there is going to be some type of advantage towards Blue Brand. I know we're still in negotiations to figure out exactly what that's going to be, uh, but I know over the next few weeks, Marcus is obviously going to be looking for you know the best five from his brand. I'm going to be looking for the best five from Blue uh, to face off in that match here. So, obviously, you know, performance over the next few weeks is going to really go into that, but with that all being said here, I'll let you door unless I'll, I'll give Marcus any other questions from, from Mayhem here before we uh, give Luchador his final thoughts. No, Luchador, I would like to personally hear why you think you deserve a spot on the Blue Brands traditional Survivor Series match, the 5-on-5. Five five. I, I want to hear you tell Curtis Black why you think you belong. Well, let's just say that I belong in the Blue Brand Survivor Series team because basically I've been on the Blue Brand ever since this brand split was announced several years back, you know? I've been on Blue Brand ever since, and I will always be on Blue Brand for as long as I could actually compete in this company as long as I live, you know? And I believe I deserve a spot in that in that Blue Brand uh uh, Survivor Series team. Well, hey, like I said, I mean, the next few weeks of, of action is going to do a lot towards determining who we're going to see on that team. But uh, as we do, everybody who joins us here, Luchador, we do want to go ahead and give you a minute or two. Uh, go ahead and give your final thoughts to the FWBC universe uh, before we let you go this evening. Huh. Well, all I, all I can say is this. I know I'm focusing on singles matches, and everything else right now, but there is still an itch for me to have a tag team title run in the near future. Now I know. Oh, so, okay. I don't mean to interrupt you, and I'm going to give you a final thought here thing for a moment. But I can't believe I was going to let this slip by without asking. Okay, your tag partner is now part of La Familia. I need some type of response from you because we just had Big T on. He he copped to it. He he flat out admitted it on the air. You know, there's been some confusion. He's been throwing up the colors, but El Jordi Kansas City as the the other half of uh KC connection. I we need your response. We need your reaction. Huh. Yeah. I yeah, I know. I guess that's uh Hard pill to swallow for me, but I guess I'll have to accept that. I mean, to be honest, I really that threw me off guard too. You know, him with the with the La Familia logos and stuff like that in recent weeks. And well, I didn't expect that from Big T the Python, but hey, that's life and that's reality now. So whatever whatever uh, La Familia Kool Aid he drank, he must have he must have spiked it real good, I guess. Right. All right. I, hey, I don't know what's going on in that brain is. I I'm not sure Marcus knows what's going on in that brain is. I don't know that anybody does. But uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you here. I'll let you finish up and and we'll let you go here for the evening. Uh, sure. All right. As I was saying, I'm still itching for a tag team championship opportunity. And now that I know that my former Acting partner, Big T Vizon is with that uh, gang, you want to call it. I'm searching high, I'm searching low. Probably some new blood to bring here in the FWC. And I could definitely show them the ropes, and perhaps they could be my tag team partner in the near future. Other than that, gentlemen, have a great night. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, El Luchador. You have a fantastic evening as well. And that does bring us halfway uh, through our the show this evening. Now we've we've just still got a bit to cover. We do have you know a couple more callers here on the line, but I do want to thank everybody who's joined us so far. And uh, do let us know that if you are, you are listening via the website um, and you do want to call in, but you haven't, the number is six five seven three eight three one five two one. 
We want to hear your guys' reaction to matches this week, to what's been going on in this crazy world of the FWWC. And obviously, you know, we had Crown Jewel yesterday, and in about three weeks, we have one of the big five pay-per-views. That's right, FWWC Survivor Series. It's going to be going down in Survivor Series. It's always crazy. Uh, Mayhem has been involved in that in that uh, classic Survivor Series match, and we always know there's some ridiculous type of shenanigans that goes down in that match. So uh, you all want to stay tuned. It's obviously we're getting into the best part of the year, um, you know, as we move uh, deeper into the year and into uh, 2020. Uh, but uh, with that being said, here I'm going to thank one more time our sponsors, the Wrestle Talk Podcast, with Joe and Renee. Make sure you go back at 10-30-2019 and check the live streams both on the YouTube page, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, or the Facebook page, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, you saw had Michael, Pam, and Barry Norman telling WCW stories. Go back and check it out. Um, I'm going to go back and check it out tomorrow evening while I'm doing some work in the back at work. Uh, but with that all being said here, we are going to keep it moving with the FWWC, and we are going to move on to an individual who uh, has definitely uh, been going through some ups and downs over on Blue Brand, but uh, is definitely somebody who uh, you know get through this type of stuff and, and come out the other side, and that is uh, none other uh, than Hardcore Sis. Sis, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing just great, Mr. Black. You know, I need to set you straight, though, on a couple of things. Thing number one, you know, you made a remark about, uh, you know, when you were talking to T, you made some remark about me pulling my shenanigans. Look, Curtis, let's get past it. Let's get over it, okay? I did what I did. I did what I had to do, okay? okay. We set everything up. We straightened everything up with you, and then you changed the program on us. So we had to go to plan B, and that's when Hardcore Sis had to take a week to become the GM and do what she had to do. Now, I appreciate that you did put me over and you gave me props, and it kind of made it bad for me to have to do what I had to do. But, hey, I had to do what I had to do, and it had to be done. It's done. It's over. Let's just get over it and move on. Okay? That's that. Now, second thing I need to set you straight on, Big T is not La Familia. He likes to make people think he is, but he's not. You see, he was nominated for a position in La Familia by the exiting Richard Priest. But so was James Butkus, and neither one has yet been named to that spot. And so far, neither one of them has shown La Familia any interest in wanting to be a part of La Familia. Big T just takes for granted that he's going to get the spot. So what Big T needs to do is shut his mouth and prove his worth. And that means don't throw your little tantrums and leave the group and say, I'm done. And then when the fight is over and his team wins, come back and claim, hey, we won. I was part of the winning team. No, you need to control your temper, control your anger, and prove that you are La Familia material. If you can't do that, you won't be La Familia. So do what you've got to do, prove what you've got to prove, and maybe you'll make it. But if you can't do that, Big T, stop acting like you're one of us because you're not yet one of us. And if you keep on the way you are, you may never be one of us. Get a grip on more than just your manhood, which ain't much there, and do what you got to do to prove your worth because you ain't proved shit yet. Okay? Now, let's move on to more important things. Hey, fair enough. Did you and, have something I, you wanted to say, Mr. Black? Yeah, I well, yeah, I just I wanted to say, you know, you raise good points when it comes to tea, and I'm glad that you know beyond Marcus because he's obviously, you know, whatever right now. I I'm glad that we had you know a representative from La Familia uh, who was able to lay out you know what exactly was going on with T because from those of us sitting on the outside 
we don't know what's going on in in your family, and that that's none of our business. But it is confusing for us to see what's going on. So thank you for setting the record straight so that everybody knows what's going on. It's appreciated. Now, with that being said, you did you were in action on Monday night. Now this you know we've already discussed it with your your opponent here. Oh, you were in action against that Luchador, and you know he he was able to pull off that victory on Monday night. Uh, why don't you give us your thoughts on the match from, from your side of things? Yeah, you know, and he made the remark that Nightmare Jones is ducking him. <laughs> La Familia don't duck nobody. And as far as Nightmare Jones ducking you, no, maybe you're just not worth Nightmare Jones's time. And as far as me being a consolation prize, let me tell you something. I am the FWWC Women's Champion. You should be lucky you got to step in the ring with me. And you should also be thankful that I was a little distracted during the match. That's the only way you beat me in that match. Had I been on my game, had I brought my A game, you wouldn't have won that match. So enjoy your win, La Lucha Dork, because trust me, the only way you won was that I was not on my game. But it's all good. And then I'm going to jump real quickly over to what we saw from you yesterday in Saudi Arabia. And that's kind of the continuing story that we've seen here over the last few months with, you know, Law Familia and, and Sabres of Funk having their issues with each other and, and seeing yourself facing off against DJZ. Uh, your thoughts on the match? You did come out the winner in that match here. Uh, you know, your thoughts on that and, and obviously that moving forward uh, towards Survivor Series. You know, the night before Survivor Series, La Familia and five of our members will be stepping in the ring against five members of SOS. And Mm -hmm. my match at Crown Jewel was just a foreshadow of what's going to happen the night before Survivor Series. La Familia will come out on top. La Familia will be the winner. Just like I beat DJZ, La Familia will beat SOF. Enough said. Marcus Mayhem, any questions for Hart Curses? Wow. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed with how long-winded you are. But I have to say, Hart Curses, you are definitely La Familia material, and we're glad to have you on board. But unfortunately... Uh, you speak too much when it comes to this SOF versus La Familia thing because we all know that I will be leading this team. I've made it very clear that I will be leading this team. No matter what you or Corbin Slater has to say about it, I am the man in charge, and I will be the one who will lead the charge and beating SOF once again. So I just want to get that out in the open. You all arguing about leadership positions is why we're going to beat y'all in war games. You know that, right? See, we're all a family. We're all as one. We shall. You know what? That's what makes this great because instead of, you know, someone's just being, I'm just going to be the leader and everyone else just follow me. At least in La Familia, yeah, we we're. We're disagreeing on who leads, but guess what? At least we have people who are wanting to step up and be leader and not just be the one following the leader. So, yeah, you might say it's a bad thing, but in my eyes, I think it's an excellent thing that we're jockeying for position on who's going to lead this team because that shows that everyone has the potential to step up. Oh, we're all we're all elite. We are all elite. We're all on the same level, so we don't need to put one against the other. But that being said, sorry, I'm I'm taking the other spotlight. So with that being said, sister, we are going to go and uh, keep moving, finish up our matches for the evening. But with that being said, as we do, all individuals who come on the FWWC tonight, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go this evening? Simply La Familia for life and bless all your hearts. All right. Well, 
definitely an interesting experience every time we have uh she joins us and thank you for joining us hardcore sis and we do have a few more matches uh to go through yet this evening and we are going to go ahead and uh kind of work our way through the rest of those now uh just with a quick eye on things marcus i do believe you have a few more matches to go through from monday night is that correct yes i have a couple to go through the next match we're going to get into is a match between bishop and robert and robert got another big win against uh worthy foe and bishop and i gotta say robert ever since he's left blue and came to red has been on fire. The man has, he's been putting into work. He's been winning a lot of his matches. And as we talked about earlier, he beat everyone to represent red for the best in the world match at uh, crown jewel yesterday. Unfortunately that didn't go away, but still besides the fact Robert has definitely proved his worth as a asset on red. Definitely, and Robert is somebody you know. He definitely you know can can, can pull off you know the wins when uh you know and get opportunities as we saw you know when it came to Crown Jewel. It, you know, unfortunately, it maybe seems with him uh you know taking that final step and and getting you know you know securing that title shot or securing that title. So you know, obviously, I'm I'm interested to see what where he goes. Obviously, you know, he's he's up there uh, in regards to kind of the pecking order of of things over on Red Brand. So it's going to be interesting to continue to see what he does, does moving forward. Um, moving over uh, to Blue Brand here, uh, we are going to go ahead and discuss what's been going on with one of your uh, La Familiar brothers and Corbin Slater. We did see him in action against JJ's Common Man on Monday night, and we did see him uh, not only come out with a victory there, but um, as those who have been following the uh, IC uh, tournament going on on Blue Brand, uh, Corbin Slater is currently still in the uh, tournament as well, uh, so waiting for his second round match as we have seen uh we and uh we did see uh the icy tourney first round two match take place on monday night that saw the brick wall james butkus defeat hardcore haas uh, moving him forward and we will see the finals of that icy tournament taking place at fwwc survivor series in a triple threat match uh you know seeing the winners of this round two uh meeting uh in that match here but uh why don't I go ahead and throw it back over to you here, Marcus, and uh, we'll uh, talk some more about Redbrand. The next match we're going to get into was a match between Fresh Henny and Crystal Cats in a tag team match where the Crystal Cats came out with the win over Fresh Henny. And I got to say, the, these tag team names are getting more and more ridiculous as as time goes by. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean... Did I have a part to do with it? Probably. Is it low-key disc? Maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, Fresh Henny, <laughs> Crystal Cash, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but great tag team action, nevertheless. No, for sure, and we're getting into one of those times of years where everybody knows, you know, the tag titles are, are going to be up for grabs. You know, obviously, you know, we're going to see them defended at WWC Survivor Series, and and so really both on red and blue brand, uh, you know, there's jockeying for position when it comes to these tag teams, and, and we're seeing tag teams kind of, you know, coming together out of nowhere, uh, out of the woodwork, so to say, um, to, to kind of jockey for position and, and to possibly be a champion. So uh, definitely interesting time of the year and, and definitely always exciting uh, to see what's going on there. Now, uh, we just have a couple more matches to discuss on uh, Blue Brand here. We'll go ahead and finish up Blue Brand here real quickly. Uh, we say, did see the notorious one, Jake Wyatt, facing off against the DJZ uh, with Jake Wyatt coming up with a victory. You know, he, you know, since having been, you know, brought over to the Blue Brand as a free agent, uh, you know, it's an individual who's, who's had very few losses, if any, uh, over the last few weeks and, and really – you know, once we kind of get through all the title defenses and everything that we've seen going on, 
you know, we're, we're going to get to the Grim Gauntlet stuff here in just a moment. You know, when, whenever we see this all go down and, and get everything straightened out, um, you know, whether it's, you know, for the hardcore legends, you know, uh, the IC, uh, you know, Jake White has definitely been making a name for himself over on Blue Brand here and uh, definitely be interesting, uh, you know, seeing where he would fit in the title of thoughts. You know, any thoughts on, you know, kind of the dominance he's shown here since uh, coming over to Blue Brand? Yeah, it's very impressive, and he's he's kept his word. You know, as a free agent, he was taking out some of the big names on the roster, and, you know, he just said, hey, somebody give me a chance, put me on the brand, and, you know, I won't let you down. You had the luck of picking him first, and he's, he has put in the work. He hasn't disappointed yet. Definitely, and and I'm really excited to see. Like I said, you know, once we get through the, the a few of the tile defenses we have set up, you know, know where he's going to kind of land and and what we're going to see from him. And and then we also saw, like I said, and this match has big implications for FWBC Survivor Series, uh, a Grim Gauntlet match for um, this one being obviously what was called the Revenge of the Trucker, which we saw Daniel Grimm facing off against Jimbo Slice. Um, if Daniel Grimm was to win, then he wins his gauntlet best at, you know, three out of five um, and will face El Mata at FWWC Survivor Series in a title-for-title title match, Hardcore Championship versus a Legends Championship. And we did see Daniel Grimm pull off the victory against Jimbo Slice. So really one of the first matches that, that at least the blue brand can 100% announce that we will see El Moderatus, the hardcore champion, facing off against Daniel Grimm, the Legends champion, in a title-for-title match taking place at FWWC Survivor Series. And I have to say, I'm I'm super excited for this match. I'm I'm really pumped. Um, Like I said, I don't know if Grimm can do it. Um, I don't know if he's he's got, you know, the bones in his body that he needs to to pull off what he's going to have to do to take out Almada and, and take that hardcore championship. Uh, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on the situation here, Marcus. And, and definitely, you know, like I said, one of the first matches we have made for uh, FWBC Survivor Series. You know, it, it's going to be exciting. And, you know, Grim, as much as I can't stand him sometimes, the man, he, he comes in clutch. He says that he'll go through heaven and hell to get his hands on that hardcore title and to beat El Mata. And he's pretty much done everything. He's beaten everyone that's been put in front of him. So, I mean, you, you can't stop the man right now. I mean, you've got to give the man his dues. No, definitely. And and it's it's going to be exciting to watch. Um, like I said, it's going to be violent. I think, I think Grim knows that. Um, I've, I've at least, you know, had conversations with him about it, you know, since he won that match on Monday, you know, there's, there's not a lot of people who, who've stepped in the ring, um, in that type of environment with Almada and those that, that those of us that do are definitely not the same when we walk back out. Um, so he definitely has an understanding of what he's getting into. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not he can finish the job once he's there, but, um, any final matches, uh, mayhem on the red brand before we, uh, finish up, uh, the, uh, FWWC, uh, crown jewel and get on out of here for the evening. Nope. Let's move on. All right. Well, uh, we are going to go ahead and finish up our FWWC crown jewel. Um, as I mentioned, uh, we did have the FWWC best in the world match, which saw, uh, representing red brand Robert facing off against, uh, representing blue brand, Daniel Grimm, uh, Daniel Grimm did pull off the victory, uh, defeating Robert and thus earning, um, an FHC title shot in the future. Um, as was kind of mentioned before, we do currently have a title defense in which we will see uh, Tank Westbrook facing off against Hardcore Haas at FWWC Survivor Series, but um, either at FWWC TLC or Royal Rumble, we will see Daniel Grimm facing off against whoever the current FWWC FHC champion is. So uh, definitely some exciting stuff there. And then uh, as uh, previously mentioned, we did see uh, Tank defeat Nightmare Jones. Uh, Marcus, what uh, any matches you'd like to go ahead and discuss from Crown Jewel from the Red Brand? Yes, um, I would like to talk about the Golden Ticket match between Battle Cat Theory and Saint. 
and between those three, Battle Cat end up coming victorious. And I gotta say, of all people on the Red Brand and the whole FWWC as a whole, this dude is one person who doesn't need to have a golden ticket because he will stalk, he will intimidate. He's already tried to intimidate me, but he knows I'm not going for it. And, I mean, he's a dangerous dude. I mean, with a golden ticket, he's willing to strike at the most inopportune time to cash in and win that belt. We all know how Battle Cat is, so you know exactly where I'm coming from with that one. He he is the like he's the most clutch individual, but like it's like lucky clutch. Like he just like gets himself stupidly lucky and pulls off. Like I like I don't I don't feel right calling it skill yet. Like it, I guess it keeps happening, so maybe it does have to be skill. But it feels like dumb luck with Balcat because he keeps ending up just in these situations and then like out of nowhere pulls off a victory. Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me underestimating him, but that's what it feels like. And I can't argue with that, but he's, I mean, he's coming clutch so many times. So we're, we're, we're going to see, but moving on the next match I'm going to talk about is for the European number one contendership which was a triple threat match, as we alluded to earlier, where it was uh, there was no clear winner between Big T, Bishop, and Heel Deal. So those three will fight it out on Monday night to see who will have the privilege of losing to me at Survivor Series. Um, moving on from that, we also had the United States Championship match between Madman Joe and Robert. Madman Joe had a convincing victory over Robert. Um, you know, I've talked to Madman Joe personally, and he said, you know, he wanted the United States Championship, and once he won it, he would not let it go. Anybody who stepped in front of him would go down, and he really made a big statement yesterday. I I mean, it's it's interesting to see because, you know, we have suddenly a new, like, benchmark for, like, representing the United States title. And, and I've, I've, I'm hearing now, intern Timmy's letting me know that we, we do have the current United States champion online. So without any further ado, allow me to introduce, as I just mentioned, the United States champion, Madman Joe. Madman Joe, how are you doing this evening? I am doing wonderful, Mr. Kozbeck. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good here. We, we've had a pretty great night, you know, first night back in a little while here. But, uh, you know, you as we were just mentioning here before we brought you on the line, you had a, a pretty great uh, day yesterday over in the uh, the hot suns of Saudi Arabia where you successfully defended your United States championship. And, you know, you you, you definitely have a lot to say about, you know, holding on to that belt and, and representing it proudly as, as we were discussing before we brought you on. Uh, you have you have quite a, a reputation to live up to here. I know it was recently set by Daniel Grimm. Um, you know, any thoughts as as you continue forward successfully defending the title? So you broke up there. Can you repeat that again? Yeah, more or less, just like your thoughts on on continue, successfully defending the title and and moving forward. Well, I, I, it went exactly as planned because I knew Robert would be up for the past. The pressure was on, and he showed it himself. He crumbles under pressure, and he just can't get the job done. And I knew once I defeated Robert, going on to the best in the world, it wasn't going to mean nothing to him. All right. Well, with that being said here, as one of the champions of the FWWC moving forward, we are coming up to a big five pay-per-view here in just a matter of weeks, FWWC Survivor Series. Um, I'm sure we're going to be, you know, as I'm going to be looking at uh, my team and and wanting to create the best Survivor Series team I can, obviously Marcus Mayhem is going to be looking to do the same. Um, Make your pitch to Marcus Mayhem as why you should be included in that five-man traditional Survivor Series team for FWWC Red Brand. Well, I took on one of his own not familiar brothers. I gave him the silver platter along with the knife and fork 
and you couldn't get the job done. But if we also look at the bigger picture, there's more to the package than just normal growth. I, I'm also bringing on the bishop because the profits of madness has also been on top of the game because we do have a recent win over the unified tag team champions. So not only for me to be on the Survivor Series team, but the bishop as well Survivor Series team could have the best tag team for the team. All right. Well, uh, Madman Joe, seems like we've got a little bit of a shoddy connection here. So I, I, we're glad to have you on here, and maybe next week we can get a little bit better connection. But I do want to thank you for joining us uh, this evening here. Uh, we've got a little bit more here to discuss uh, for what happened at Crown Jewel, and then we're going to get up on out of here. But I'm going to go ahead and finish off uh, the blue brand and discuss one match uh, that I – I uh, got to be involved here in a, a little bit of a fun way, but as mentioned previously, we did see a hardcore sis uh, pull off a victory against uh, DJZ, uh, we, and we did see a luchador to Kansas City defeat uh, the brick wall, James Butkus, and then as I mentioned, Daniel Graham is the FWFC best in the world, uh, but the match that I, I want to go ahead and mention here, and then obviously we'll throw back to Marcus for any remaining uh, was the match for the custody of Daniel Grimm. Um, and this may have been, you know, more of, you know, some in-jokes, you know, backstage or whatever, but obviously uh, Daniel Grimm's a very important person. Marcus Mayhem wanted, wanted a little more control. Obviously Lilith has has a, a vested stake uh, in that individual. And, and we did see Lilith continue to shock the world and pulled off a victory against none other than Marcus Mayhem. <sighs> you, know, you know, Curtis, you know, I, I've been in this business for three years or so. I've, I've been in the game for a while. I, I've seen people come and go, but, you know, when I first saw Lilith, I said, you know what, a vampire – Okay, whatever, man. It's a vampire. You know, I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen Edward and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm like vampires. I don't, they're sparkly and friendly. I don't see nothing much from her. And then I seen her get some huge wins. And, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm taking notice. Okay, I see. And I figure, why not? Let's see what she's about. So I, you know, threw out the challenge, and, of course, she accepted, and, you know, she won, and there's nothing I can take away from her. I mean, she's the real deal. You know, she kind of reminds me of Daniel Grimm when he first got here, you know, you know, busting in the ring and doing all that crazy shit, and people didn't really think much of him, and, you know, I called it out. I've said it many times. I said, this dude is going to be somebody. He's going to shock the world, and he did. And she's going down that same path. She is shocking the world, and it's come to a point. It's not even a shock anymore. We expect Willis to go out there and get these big wins, and it's a matter of time before she starts grabbing belts. Oh, and, you know, you know, speaking of a matter of time to start grabbing belts, obviously, you know, free agents can currently hold belts. But, um, you know, as we're going to see here next week, we're going to be having the FWWC draft uh, or not draft, but pick them. Obviously, you know, currently the blue brand holds rights to to first claim on love when it comes to uh, to those purposes. Um, and then obviously, you know, during the show and, and Marcus, I don't know if you saw this, but we did have the most recent score update drop uh, for round 10, week three of the FWBC brand battle. And things are now tied up again. Blue Brand earned three points. Red Brand earned two, leaving both brands with a total of eight points at week three round th- or round ten, week three. So uh, things are just as tight as ever. Um, and like I said, I'm 
I'm excited to see what happens. I feel like, you know, moving into Survivor Series, uh, we have got a lot going on here in the FWFC, a lot to be proud of. But uh, before we get going, as we are almost out of time here, uh, Marcus Mayhem, any final matches that we need to cover for you for uh, Crown Jewel before we get up on out of here? Yep, the last match we're going to get into was the main event on Red Brand. It was for the hybrid television oh, championship yeah. between the champion, Voorhees defending against the underdog, the one everyone laughs at, Dougie Fresh. And guess what? Yeah. Dougie Fresh finally did it. Yeah. Dougie Fresh finally won a belt. And it was it was it was crazy. It's the locker room was erupting and you know, uh, it it was crazy. You know, it was kinda like a Rocky movie, you know, yo, Adrian we did it. You know, it was one of those type of moments. And, you know, and Dougie, Dougie Fresh, he's he's tried so many times to win these past few years. He's always come up short, you know, just like he is in real life. And, you know, I'm happy for him. I'm sure the whole FWWC is happy for him, for him to finally get over the hump and win his first championship. And it's interesting to see what he's going to do. I mean, he says that it's going to be a new Dougie Fresh and it's going to be, you know, something different with this title. So I'm curious to see what exactly he's going to do with it. I shout out to Dougie Fresh. I mean, dude, I mean, we we may have our, our own issues now and then, but dude's a good guy. I'm, I'm so proud of him. Congratulations, man. I, I don't see a better way to, to end the show than ending it on that match. So I do want to thank everybody uh, for listening with us tonight. Um, I want to thank our sponsors again, the WrestleTalk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Go back. I'm losing my voice, so I'm just going to say go back, check out the episode on Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. Um, I'm losing it. I want to thank everybody again. I want to thank my co-host, Marcus Mayhem, intern Timmy. Uh, this has been episode 130. We will be back again next week with the FWC Pick'em around 9. Uh, but on behalf of everybody, I want to thank you all. You all have a good night. We will see you next week. Deuces.